So excited. Break, break, break. Seriously. Fingertips on uh, the bulge. So yeah. it's like, he might kill me. I'm not yeah, hugging it. There's a chance. Yeah. Well, he wasn't like super clear, but I guess he said hold from the stem. Yeah. Right? Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and turns out you probably are, and that's why we like you. Hey, you've all been waiting. Who is the new co-host? And it turns out he is in this room with us today. Uh, if you're joining on the podcast version, maybe you don't know by now, uh, but maybe you read some of the description or something like that. But uh, Brian Rapp is our new co-host. So welcome him. Maybe you can even send us a, a message on Chill Filters Instagram and say, hey, welcome, Brian. Good to have you. Brian got a lot of great feedback on the surveys and a lot of great feedback from my independent research. Uh, and I'm happy to have him today and happy to call him co-host officially. So, Brian, what say you? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it very much. Uh, I mean, it's an honor just doing the just doing the demo episode was an honor and now getting to be here for real. Um, just it's I'm going to have so much fun with this. I uh, I love love doing this. I'm gonna love doing this with you and and Ben, Mark, and Bryce. You guys were awesome, and I yeah. uh, I know uh, really happy that we know who to turn to when we need a little uh, backup co-host totally. action in a future episode or something. So mm -hmm. I think um, this was all super fun, and I think it all went really really well. And I appreciate you appreciate you taking a chance on me. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Welcome I want to know more to, about uh, this independent research though. Did you like do a background check on me or something? Yes. No, uh, the credit score first, but uh, uh yeah, of course. Turns out you're okay. Pole. Yeah. <laughs> turns out it's like, you know, high 900. So, <laughs> um yeah, I uh, no, that was just just asking around and getting getting cuz like not everyone filled out a survey, so happy yeah. to um you know, reach out to some trusted peeps uh, and get their opinion as well. What in the world is in my glass? Water? I don't know what that. No, maybe it's condensation. I don't know. It just no. That's not even condensation. I don't know what's on my glass, but it's white-looking asbestos. Yeah, it's probably asbestos. Well, you know what the funny thing was? I was pouring water into it, and there was like a piece of styrofoam as I was pouring. No one cares about what I'm saying right now, but like I don't know. That was weird. I don't know. I, it tastes fine. So. <laughs> going on in your home <laughs> so here's the business check us out on instagram and if you're not already subscribe to us on youtube hey here's the thing not most of our listeners most of our followers are not uh watching us on youtube i could tell that just by the amount of views and stuff we see versus the the uh, listens we see uh, but if you have a YouTube account, please do us a huge favor and at least subscribe to us on YouTube. That would be a great way to support us if you haven't already. And that's the business for today. Here's the podcast. Hey, we got a new co-host today and his <laughs> name's Brian. Sorry, I missed the business in the beginning, but I felt like the business was at hand was to introduce Brian. Fair, uh, fair. But Brian, tell me about tell me about how things are for you. Yeah, things are good. Uh, this weekend, this past weekend was Halloween. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I figured uh, figured you'd have yeah. some cute kid costume picks or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Well, I was thinking about this earlier before I talk about my kids. Mm -hmm. 
Um, are you the type, like you and Sam, are you the type to um, like like go all out or like do costume parties or, or like um, put out nice candy or something? Are you big into Halloween? <laughs> so I am big into Halloween, like emotionally um, for, for myself. Nice. Uh, Halloween, mm -hmm. I guess I think Thanksgiving's number one because I love cooking too. Mm -hmm. So I love all the preparing and and I love eating <laughs> yeah. and, and, and all that comes with it. Um, yeah. uh, but like Halloween, Christmas, they're they're kind of kind of tied for me. I mean, uh, really, I, I do. Of course, I love Christmas too. But uh, but mm -hmm. just the theme of Halloween and the pumpkins and witches nice. and woodsy oh. leaves falling. <laughs> like I'm I'm like all about all that. Now right. we don't really put in the effort over here to like uh -huh. decorate outside. We don't yeah, put yeah. stuff in our front yard and stuff, but I do have like, like Phillips hue lights out in the, out in the front mm -hmm. yard, like the outdoor ones. Yeah. So I, I changed them to purple and orange and nice. stuff. And so mm -hmm. it looked a little festive at least, but, um, but yeah, we did, um, we do get costumes and, uh, uh -huh. this year Sam wanted to be Prince Eric and Ariel. <laughs> oh, nice. So I was Ariel and Sam. No, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. So I've donned the uh, red yeah, yeah. hair and <laughs> got my mermaid tail on. And uh, yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, I saw the we... opposite this week. I saw King Triton played by a girl. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, because they they had a whole crew, and the little girl was Ariel. Yeah. Uh, but like everyone else was women, so they're like, all right, we got to do. Someone's got to do King Triton. So yeah, Queen Triton. I dig it. Yeah, dig exactly. It. <laughs> With a beard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we uh we we definitely get candy, and we we post nice. up in the driveway and hand it out to kids and everything. Oh, so nice. um. Yeah, had fun with that. And um, what about you guys, though? Did you go door to door? What do you do? We did. We we're we're in a. I got probably a half acre lot uh, for our house here. Uh, so like when every house has at least a half acre lot, uh, it's a lot to walk for a two year old. So we decided to go across the street, basically across the neighborhood, uh, to where some of the houses are a lot closer, and where there's a lot more kids we're also in a neighborhood that's like probably the average age is in the 50s or something like that maybe if you if you if you remove kids from the picture it's probably that um uh, yeah but um there are some kids here and there uh, but most of them are like at least in high school um and then even the kids that are in this neighborhood we had one kid come to our or one group of kids come to our house the whole night so that explains our neighborhood it's it's yeah. just not great for halloween but it's like the most of them over, have kids in college already kind of deal exactly most people are tired in my neighborhood mm. we we kind of i figure we're gonna be in we're gonna outlive a lot of the members of our neighborhood in the coming years but um mm. we so beck was a flamingo and she basically heather made the um the costume she did like a tutu with like um pink pink pants and shirt and then mm -hmm. a, a feather boa around her head with a with like a, a drawn uh flamingo head nice and she looked so cute and she loved it and uh of course little gray she was a pumpkin as all kids at, were one at one point in their life yeah especially in their younger years for sure um so she was super cute she had like a little fleece hoodie you know outfit on and she was the cutest little pumpkin nice and then yeah, we had a good time. I I really don't like. We're not like we don't really have like uh, Halloween costumes much anymore. Ourselves, like me and Heather. Um, but we do. You know, if we go to like a what do you call it? like a you know costume party or something, we didn't. We weren't invited to any of this year. We're not cool enough yet <laughs> in this town, in this here <laughs> Richmond town. Um, but like I remember in years past, I've done like Halloween, yeah, like parties and stuff. And yeah, I think the most recent one. What was I? 
I was oh, gonna say, yeah, man. what's a go-to costume for you? Even even I years have, ago. I have a Willie Nelson um pigtails uh wig that sometimes I'll pull out and play Willie Nelson. It's nice. got like a American flag bandana yeah. and you know the, the gray pigtails. So sometimes I'll do that. And then yeah. I forget what I did a few years back, but I did do something. Um uh, but I I usually am not like super creative. Some people are like clever with this stuff. Like the I saw one that was like randy johnson and the bird that got hit by his pitch one time and the bird's like all bloody and like feathers are everywhere yeah and um stuff like that like my friend was like hauling oats at the same time like he had like (laughs) half of his face was like daryl oats or john hall or whatever the whatever the names for each one was (laughs) yeah yeah my uh uh, uh easy easy go-to for me um Back in my thinner years, a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, Shaggy from Scooby Doo. I I was able I can to see that if he shaved, yeah. But on the t- oh, shaved yeah, down because right. he had like a goatee or a soul patch or something. Oh right? yeah, I think he had like a goatee situation or something. Uh-huh. And I yeah. I did used to just have goatee situation. This the, Ooh, the whole beard that. thing started around COVID, I think. Uh, but um, but anyway, you know, tan pants and a green uh-huh. V-neck T-shirt, and boom, I'm Shaggy. Like yeah. and my my act in college, my hair was like down over my oh, ears really? i mean i'm due for a haircut now even but uh-huh. uh, but in college it was like down to my ears and uh mm-hmm. kind of hilarious now that i look back of course everybody has pictures like that but yeah when yeah. i was younger and thinner um i looked straight and without a beard especially without a beard i looked strangely like bob saget <laughs> <laughs> nice so people were like wow like that's weirdly close and and when i one time i dyed my hair black i don't even know why and i don't even remember when uh but they were like wow that's very bob saget like it was just funny <laughs> well all you need is to have a few more kids and have some other family members move in with you and you can be full house for yeah long. exactly yeah, we so one year um one, I used to wear a goatee, and I was way too young to wear a goatee. Um, I was like in college having a goatee, thinking this is like nice facial hair. But like goatees are not so much for college people, in my in my humble opinion. You gotta be, you gotta have a little age on you to put a okay. goatee on. But it was like a nice thin goatee, and I was a lot skinnier, and I was swimming a lot more, so I kind of had a little more like uh, not. I don't have like strong pecs or anything like that, but I definitely looked more fit than I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people were like, wow, you look like, uh, and I had very short hair, like, like even shorter than I, what I have now. So people were, people thought I looked a lot like, uh, Edward Norton and American history X, which I thought was a compliment because he is hot in that movie. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm not into dudes. You know, if you're into dudes, good for you. But I'm like, dude, that's a, that's a, that's a good looking man right there. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. He's up there. Like, have you ever seen that movie? No, actually, I haven't. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what he looks like? Uh, no. So, oh well, yeah, okay, Ed, just... Ed Norton. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. but like in American History X, look it up right now. You're gonna All be right. like, whew, hot so, mama. Is, is this a movie you've seen <laughs> recently again, or has it been a while? Uh, that movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it came out in like '01 or something like that, or 2000, I think. But he is like the pinnacle of like, like muscular but yet not trying too hard. Yeah. That's what that's I guess my aim. That's my goal. I was going to say ripped, but I guess ripped kind of implies like super like Cut, poking, yeah, poking yeah. out muscles. This yeah, is yeah. Just no, like he's just like the definition of fit, I guess. Yeah. I would say ripped would be Brad Pitt in fight club with Edward Norton, but I would say like, <laughs> just, I don't even know what to call Edward Norton there. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, he's, uh, 
you know, he's a goal. You know, if like some people are like, you know, if you ever went to like a personal trainer and had that kind of money and had that kind of availability to like let them take over your life. Right. Um, I'd be like, some people are like, yeah, I'll, I want to be like Brad Pitt in Fight Club, which apparently is a big like thing. Like I was talking, I heard this thing where it's like a lot of personal trainers are like, what do you want to look like? And they're like, Brad Pitt in Fight Club. Um, <laughs> right. But if it were me, it'd be Edward Norton in American History X. Great movie. Yeah. Um, very intense uh scary intense sometimes mm. um very like meaningfully violent yeah. um but closes out really well mm. really well I'll tell you what i need though um uh -huh. if i was gonna pay somebody to help me with mm -hmm. my life in some way they'd be uh -huh. cooking me actually good food <laughs> that is nutritious mm -hmm. nutritious all the time that's I think uh, that's uh, maybe what I need a little more than than the physical activity <sighs> guidance side of things. Just I hit, always having good food on hand. Hard. Yeah, I had I hit another high score today. <laughs> and I was like, guess I'm running. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. have a little more time in the morning. So yeah. but it's all that Halloween candy and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It caught up to me. Yeah. But I, the funny thing is, some people are like, man, I ate too much candy. I don't get there. Like I like, and I've said this before on the podcast, I have like a stomach of a vulture. I can eat anything and I don't feel bad about it. My weight feels bad about it. But these oh. days, but back in the day, I don't like, like my stomach doesn't hurt when I overeat anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Taco Bell, anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I thought you were going this route. Um, I mm -hmm. guess it's a little fortunate. I like, I get tired of what I'm eating really quickly. Uh -huh. So it's oh, like, gotcha. if, if I have a bag of potato chips, I'll eat like, I don't know, um, maybe eight bites or so. And yeah. then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm done. I don't Let's want anymore. And like, uh, same goes with like candy too. Like, oh, uh, really? I mean, I love candy, but, uh, mm -hmm. but I'll have like a couple of whatever. And then I'll be like, okay, too sweet. I'm done. So really? that's, that's been pretty beneficial for me over the years. <laughs> Apparently one of my medications has a side effect of not feeling full. And I think that's been really getting me lately. It's just like, I'm Sounds just like not even hard. full. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's like, I don't, yeah. Like I said, I don't regret it. Like physically, like I'm not like, Oh, I still ate too much or something. No, it's just like, I get like, in a way it's like, I get bored and eat and I bored eat all the time. And I'll yeah. just over, oh, like, I'll eat a whole lunch. And I'll be like, ah, oh, what else is in the fridge? But I'm like, no, you're good. Like you ate enough. You, like right. it's just forty. It's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But um, I got another fun story for you about uh -huh. yeah, uh, bring it. about uh, bottle shopping. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, today. Well, actually, so I'll start two days ago, forty-eight uh -huh. hours ago. <laughs> oh, bring it on. Uh, so the first uh, some, forty-eight. Yeah, I know. Right? Some friends down in Tucson um, mm -hmm. said, "Oh, there's a." stag store pick dropping today oh, killer mm. i know right um so there's this one there's two total wines in tucson uh, uh -huh. one seemed to have it all and they seem oh, to wow. have cases and cases and cases and the uh -huh. other one just had nothing Bro. and uh so it's like okay well cool i'll keep an eye out here i guess and then mm. the next day that that store still had them not that they were out continuously because yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. they would have just gotten rushed but i think yeah. they after the the big first drop they started to slowly roll them out so uh -huh. like the next day being yesterday now they um somebody went at like 6 p.m and was like yeah they put a couple out on the counter so oh, wow. then i texted my in-laws who live in tucson oh that's and, awesome and i was like hey so uh if you guys don't mind uh then there's the store they have this bottle i sent a picture and everything and and we've talked about stag before and and my yeah. father-in-law jim he's he's definitely sipped it at my house before 
mm-hmm. and and everything. So anyway, he he knew what he, he knew what to look out for, and nice. uh, he he went over there today. And the uh, other friends that are in Tucson, uh, they were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go too." And I was like, "Oh well, you can meet my father-in-law." Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're all there at the store together, and oh, that's uh, funny. and they're they're in there this morning and uh, uh-huh. standing at the customer service, and uh, and they're like, "I can see it; it's right there behind the counter." But uh-huh. the people at the store were like, "Um, no, maybe later today. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe later today." So my father-in-law uh, headed back home. And uh-huh. the other guys waited around the store for a bit. And I don't know if they convinced them or what. Yeah. I hope they were nice about it because, man, uh-huh. people are just Yeah, they can be rude sometimes. The worst. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so I called up Jim and I was like, turn around, please. Uh, they just mm. put it out if you don't mind. That's <laughs> funny. So he was he driving back at the moment? Yeah, he was driving back home. It's yeah. not that bad. It's not yeah. like he got home and took a nap waking totally. him up or something. So, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But apparently they had like four cases this morning. So he, he got That's one great. easy, no problem. And uh, and I... I went out to uh to two total wines that I have two like equidistant from my home uh-huh. and, and uh, I went to both of those this morning and neither of them uh-huh. had any idea about anything then oh, wow. hadn't heard anything about anything uh, obviously you know you never really would know it have made you know. like the two sun stores like would they have also made like would have the the bottle made it up to Phoenix as well I think so um well okay no i don't necessarily think so i just mm. hope so <laughs> yeah it'd be great. it's like yeah. same state same distributor same region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so same. who knows yeah. oh but i will say um the there's one total wine on the west side of phoenix who also got uh-huh. it oh interesting just just one as far as as far as i've which heard which one and, was it uh it's a total wine that's in surprise arizona okay. it's kind of yeah, like yeah. i think it's northwest or west yeah phoenix. it's like the region that people don't know each other on in Phoenix. Yeah. It's like being on the West side and being on the East side. It's like, that's not really the same city. Yeah. <laughs> like literally an hour from the area. Yeah, Lit- exactly. literally an hour from a house. So like that's well into my region of, I'm not going to drive that far mm-hmm. just to finally get there and have them have just sold the last one. It's mm-hmm. like two hours round trip to come back empty handed would just be devastating. Yeah. So absolutely not going to do that. Uh-huh. But anyway, tomorrow's a normal drop day. So I'm, I, I will That's go cool. back over again tomorrow. And I just, miss those days. See, but yeah. <laughs> I uh, took a <laughs> miss little seeing you well, there on it. Yeah. I, I took a lunch break or part of my lunch break today. I went to the liquor store and I knew they got a truck that came in. And, but it doesn't really matter if a truck comes in typically these days uh, in Virginia because they're allocated stuff. They just, they set aside for the drops. Right. Um, but I still was looking for at least one more bottle of the Jack Daniels Barrel Proof Rye, which they unallocated. So um, no um, dice, yeah, but right. they did have a, a drop. I mean, they did have a, a truck come today, but no dice on that. Just um, normal stuff on there. Is that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. Like just the standard and yeah. anything even special. It's even just hard to find. Like they, yeah. they even allocate some stuff that you're like, really? You're allocating that? Right. Uh, although I didn't mention this. I don't think I mentioned this last two weeks, but um, the Virginia lottery, like the state, the the ABC lottery uh, went off. And I, I only put in like for, for me and my wife, I think that was the only, or no, I did ask a coworker, can you put in an entry for me? Uh, so only three. Normally it's somewhere between 15 and 30, but they of changed what it recently. You do? Is that what you mean? Yeah, well, of what I sign up people for that exactly. don't know it yet. Right, right. And uh, yeah, of what I do for, for me, like for, for my yeah, yeah. own whiskey's sake. And um, they, um, so I only got in three and I I got two bottles off of my personal entry with my name on it. 
And uh, so I was stoked. And yeah, I got a, a Blanton's straight from the barrel and a Blanton's gold. And the yeah. straight from the barrel uh, was like 132.5, I think. So, Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Over 130 people, people really like to see that on a Blanton's straight, from, straight so. from the barrel. And um, it was bought or barreled or you know dumped on the um, the week of my daughter's uh, birth, of Beck's birth. It was like two days perfect. later. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Stoked. Yeah. I'll have to and open I, it on one of her special birthdays or something. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. For sure. No, no, you're good. Um, I, I think I saw you said you came back. Oh, yeah. That was when you found out that they unallocated the Jack Barrel Proof Rye because yep. you, mm-hmm. you were able to pick up one of those two easy peasy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So I got a oh. few of those, saving those for the girls. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Thinking so about it. You said uh-huh. two two got pulled off one name. So like if you if they pick you for a winner, like mm-hmm. your name goes back in the bucket when they No, so there's separate separate buckets for each bottle. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. you can just throw mm-hmm. your name in every single bucket. Yep. Although there's only four, usually four or five per drawing. Okay. So the but, other um, ones yeah. were Michter's Celebration and Michter's 20 year, which only had like one slash 11 years or 11 bottles, respectively. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't going to win those. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you put your name in anyway because there was no reason not to, right? Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. Okay. So that's even yeah. if it was $1,200 versus, I forget what Michter's Celebration, like 5000 or something like that. I don't even know. Um, I I'll I'll find the way, you know, because I would I keep a bottle of Michter's Celebration? No, I would trade it. Um, oh no no drink along samples no oh man that would be killer everyone would get on patreon i would butt chug the next day yeah that'd be funny that would be awesome though yeah speaking of which keep an eye out for patreon samples in the next two weeks Um, very good because they're coming if you're on patreon and you want to drink along get on patreon (laughs) if you're not on patreon that doesn't make sense um anything else before we get into what we're drinking today yeah, actually, I have a uh, fun uh, entry entry buzz uh, Ooh, that oh, I've selected for today. So today, I, uh, another shout out to Jim, who like obviously gets a, a ding. Ooh. But yeah, uh, absolutely. Jim uh, brought me back uh, this Glen Cairn from New Zealand. Oh, cool! Uh, oh, crap! If you're looking on the video, you can see a sweet yeah. little map of New Zealand, and it says New Zealand on it. One of my I favorites. Bet they have distilleries out there. And um, yeah, uh, they have this one right here. So uh, oh, my, cool. my buddy Josh sent me this. He just found it oh, at a random liquor legit. store in Texas. So this is uh, from Dunedin, New Zealand, which is okay. on the uh, south side of New Zealand, okay. of, of the South Island south side. So this mm-hmm. is the Dunedin 18-year double cask. So it's a 18-year new... from New yep. Zealand? Yep. That's impressive. Yeah. So New Zealand single malt to go with the Australian oh. single malt yeah. that we have later today. Yeah, for sure. I am entry buzzing on a bottle that I was just had the you know dregs of here, uh, and it's Buffalo Trace Kosher Weeded Recipe Bourbon. Uh, only go. because I wanted to finish a few bottles, and the other one I have is uh, Glen Morangie um, eighteen, and I have like mm. the littlest bit of that. So nice. That uh, that kosher. I I I do have the three koshers, but mm-hmm. I haven't opened them yet. I will someday. It'll be a fun thing when i have people over it'll be like hey let's drink all three koshers so uh yeah in, but... in celebration of rosh hashanah <laughs> you... <laughs> something like that yeah do you think they're so... better than normal buffalo trace uh i think this is the worst weeded bourbon of the weller line okay um but it's still good i i just i remember when we um reviewed this one i was like weller any weller could beat this one up including special reserve um mm. And um, but I love special reserve. 
There's yeah. so so you get the sweetness from this one, but you don't get the the green apple that I love from Weller. Yeah. Um so it's it's um but don't get me wrong, it's good, but it's the least of the weeded bourbons yeah. from Buffalo Trace. I've heard good things about the rye. I can't remember if it was rye recipe or straight rye, but uh, mm-hmm. I've heard one of those is like a clear front runner of the three. At so least. we have that's on deck. Um, Robbie, who is sending you samples soon, has a sample of that, and we still, I still haven't tasted the the rye um, because uh, we've never done it on the podcast, and I've just saved it for the podcast. So there's Ooh. still like a full bottle downstairs for me of. Uh, the rye the straight rye so but yeah. yes one sec guys for those <laughs> on youtube who saw it in the background we are drinking a very special australian whiskey brand today it's called starward uh, and we got two bottles from them two bottles each am i right i'm right mm-hmm. um one is their nova release and the other one which is kind of like their standard single malt whiskey and then the other one is their uh, barrel pick that they did. It's called Captain's Pick 3. And there were only 240 bottles from, or maybe not. What did you say on it, bottles-wise? Bottles 240. Okay, so yeah, that's the total amount of bottles. And um, that's really sweet that they sent each of us one of these. So mm-hmm. um, let's let's go to break. We'll come back. We'll do a little bit on the... Um, on the history, which we reached out and asked a bunch of questions, good questions at that. And uh, they gave us some great answers. And then we'll start drinking. So here we go to break. And we're back. Actually, uh, Brian reminded me of a... Very important thing to bring up. Christmas is coming, everyone. Uh, the goose is getting fat. So if you uh, want to be a part of this Christmas, uh, there's a lot in it for you. In fact, there are four bottles that we are setting aside for gifts back to our peeps. And as some of you may know, as some of you might not know, if you're new to the podcast, is that every year, Cole uh, shamelessly asks for gifts for the podcast. And but also gives back. So um, and and Brian and I are going to give back as we always do on the podcast. Last year we had a Weller Twelve and a Elmer T Lee set aside for for uh, gifters to the podcast. Uh, and I think Bryce and Sean Ciara won each one of those. Bryce Morita. Uh, but this year we have some killer killer um, gifts to give back, and we're doing and like I mentioned before, each one of us. Uh, uh, Brian and Cole are going to uh, give a gift for the best gift given to us. So if like 10 people give us gifts, then we'll decide, okay, this one was the best. And for me, the winner of the best gift receives a Blanton's gold this year. So keep an eye out for that. And then a random gifty uh, will get a bottle of Nika from the barrel. Uh, both some nice, nice, uh, nice gifts back so if you're considering uh and we'll need gifts by probably around the 15th of december um so if you're considering you know i would need to send something over hit us up or maybe even hit robbie deadlow up uh, and he'll send you our if you want it to be like a secret for example but if you don't want to be a secret hit us up on instagram we'll give you the addresses needed 
but if you want it to be a secret, hit up Robbie Dedlow, R Dedlow, R D E D L O W, uh, on Instagram, and he will send you our um, addresses. And yeah, that, so that's mine. I got the Blanton's Gold and the Nika from the Barrel. Brian's got his own. What do you got, Brian? Yeah, so um, I was thinking about giving out a batch one Ode to Isla from last year. Yo. So that Ode to Isla that everybody was clamoring over and everybody loved, mm. I picked up four and sent them to various nice. other chill filtered listeners. Including myself. In, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I've uh, still got one of those batch ones of the nice. Odile from last year, uh, and there's news on the new one getting released. So, you know, and I realize, you know, somebody might pick up one this year and may mm. not be somebody's jam for such a mesquite smoky single malt. So we can figure something else out too. Yeah. I've got like a, a four roses barrel strength thick. I could sub in if somebody nice. wasn't, wasn't a, a smoky barbecue smoke kind of but it'll be a, it, can you can you imagine when when del bach gets to their status of who they truly are what they truly are worth what owning a batch one of ode to isla is worth to begin with so, mm-hmm. yeah it's worth a lot to my palate and stomach yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> so temp. i hope you open it if you get it <laughs> but uh yeah, also sure. uh uh for random too uh, i've got an eagle rare we'll throw into nice that we'll just uh spin a wheel or or yep. um pull some ping pong balls out of a fishbowl or something yeah. and uh and so my random bottle will be eagle rare no that sounds great um so that is some business also we are also uh, going to be in charge of a Patreon only, at least this year. We're going to do a Patreon people only, a sample, a whiskey sample, uh, Secret Santa. So uh, we will be putting on Instagram some of the details of that, but it's pretty simple. Uh, we're going to keep it to, um, what did I say? There were uh, three or four samples, but we'll say four just because we can. Uh, one is a entry buzz type of a pour. Uh, one is a very strange pour, if you can pull off something like that. That's just different and off the regular. Uh, one is a show-off pour. And then one, it, like something like you're like, really like, check this out. Like, this is one of my favorite bottles. And maybe not like your top bottle, but one of the ones that you're like kind of showing off for. And then another one is a trusty go-to. So if that makes sense, we got um, four bottles. And so if you're on Patreon, uh, feel free to uh, hit up our uh, Google forum to sign up for that soon. We'll put it out on Instagram. And um, and if you want to hit us up on, uh, if you're not on Instagram, hit us up on chillfilteredpodcast at gmail.com and we'll get you the form. If you're on Patreon, we'll also post it to Patreon. Uh, but maybe next year we'll open it up to the, to the whole crowd um, because I think it'll be pretty successful this year because we had a lot of people saying that would be a great idea. So... And I uh, imagine that, mm-hmm. I imagine there will be a deadline there uh, yes. to, to join the Patreon if you're not a Patreon supporter. And mm. I imagine that deadline would be somewhere around December 1st as we iron yeah, out the details. That. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Patreon yeah. supporters by December 1st, we'll, we'll get you on the Secret Santa if you want. You'll, mm. you'll send four samples to somebody random and you'll get some four samples from somebody else. Yeah, and you don't even need to be a $10 tier or more for the Secret Santa. You just need to be on Patreon. But you won't be getting... Um, you won't be getting drink along samples if you're not at the ten dollar tier or more for the new uh, joining people. So that's the that's the business. Uh, I think yep, that's it. And let's get into some history. So we reached out to um, Starward, and they're a newer, not a newer, but they're definitely a distillery that you haven't heard of too much. 
Uh, but they're from Australia. They're making single malt whiskeys. They're making a lot of cool stuff, including some like uh, cocktail related uh, pours. Like I think they have something that's just like, like I think they have like bottled cocktails. In a lot they of do, ways. and but, their branding is killer too. The the branding on the bottle cocktail, it's oh, it a it's cool. a very oh, yeah, yeah. It's a very like minimalist uh, looking rocks glass. And there's like a star with a starburst line, but the oh, line cool. looks like a drink stirrer. It's just look this up. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's super minimalist. That's all there is. It's just the glass outline. And then it's that starburst that looks like a drink stirrer. And, and that's it for that's the bottle cocktail. Cool. Yeah. Yes, but anyway, their branding's oh, on point cool. in general too. I'm I'm a pretty spacey guy. I, I love uh, space and all things NASA. And uh, there's the the decals on this bottle. I mean, it's printed on Classy. onto the glass where it's mm-hmm. all sorts of Nova, spacey, galaxy kind of stuff on this bottle. It's really good looking. Yeah, I agree. But you don't know about the three or the two or the the end body problem. So <laughs> that's true yeah i mean i probably did at some point there's a lot yeah. that i learned in college that i don't know anymore yeah. i'll tell you that yeah. no it makes sense to me so we reached out to maya i forget what her last name is but she was i believe uh worked as maybe a brand investor but probably a little more than that uh so shout out to maya uh, i want to say it was like treesman or something like that actually i have it right here um maya traceman look at that cole's got it on point um so so maya yeah maya was super helpful gave us answers to the questions we reached out to i had great questions she had great answers so let's get through some of these questions this is our history for today uh i reached out and said you know i looked up into their their website and, and started to realize that this guy named david vitale um uh started the brand and i said what inspired david vitale to start the company and brand she said uh dave wanted to make something that was uniquely australian that he could offer to the world with pride because it is so hard to get these things from Australia to the U.S. He explored a couple of different ideas, beer and wine, because that was his background, and just landed on whiskey uh, because that was a perfect culmination of what he now describes as his love letter to Melbourne. Uh, that's what Starward is to him. And so if you're not familiar, Melbourne is basically like the biggest city towards Tasmania. Uh, that like island off the southeast coast of um, Australia, and and it's like a little bit southwest of uh, Sydney, and so it's kind of one of the southern cities of um, probably the biggest southern city of the mainland Australia. Uh, it's kind of on the southeast portion, so uh, and it's really cool. Apparently, it's like a really cool city. A lot of people love it. Uh, I asked why the name Starward. Uh, she said he wanted to be as unique as the place. It was. It was born in this whiskey. Oftentimes, uh, or really all the time, whiskeys are named after a person, place, or thing. And oftentimes, it is usually referencing a place that it was made in. Uh, but David didn't want to stick to those traditions of naming the whiskey after a noun. So he looked starward and found his answer. That's that's. Hey, nice. that's the name of the distillery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh i yeah i put on the story today the the um uh russell's reserve 15 year and it's a non-chill filter i'm like hey (laughs) so yes sam follows the podcast or follows Uh, the instagram now too and she saw that uh, and i was explaining to her the hey that's the name or that's not the name of the podcast (laughs) the other day and so when she saw that she was like hey (laughs) oh that's funny yeah my (laughs) wife is um you know the funny thing is is that your wife will probably listen for a little bit 
and then she won't. <laughs> that <laughs> is okay. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be like, ah, this is not my thing. Yeah, At least yeah. that's what uh, Robbie and I had the issue with. <laughs> well, I'm sure I it said, wasn't an issue. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, no, it wasn't a big issue. I asked, what's the culture like in Australia, in Australian whiskey scene? Um, and is Australia and, or I'm sorry, and is, wow, how did I write this? Um, I basically asked, is, um, what is, is Australian whiskey the dominant whiskey in Australia? She said, uh, so fun, fun fact, Starward is actually the number one Australian whiskey sold in the U.S., but Australian whiskey scene is actually bustling. Uh, another fun fact, Australia has more distilleries than Scotland. Uh, she said, you can fact check me on that, uh, but it's a really interesting story. Uh, I would encourage you to look, to actually look into it a little more. But uh, someone like Bill Lark, uh, who started Lark Distillery, who you referenced in another question, um, really helped the rebirth of the distillery scene since or, and the whiskey making scene after the Distillation Act really crushed all craft distilling. I'm not familiar with the whiskey uh, after the Distillation Act, but I'm sure it crushed Australian whiskey. Uh, what I asked, what differentiates Starward from the other distilleries like Lark or Sullivan's Cove, uh, two brands that I'm familiar with? Uh, she said, the big difference is that we fully mature our whiskeys in ex-red wine casks. And most other brands of whis and whiskey makers just finish their whiskey. Uh, so we are fully maturing from barrel to bottle. Uh, and it's all, it's in all fresh, it's all in fresh red wine casks that have been sourced from within a day's drive of the distillery. That's how local our whiskey making is to Melbourne. Uh, those wine, those red wine casks are sourced from wineries all within a day's drive of the Melbourne distillery. Um, we really take pride uh, ourselves in being an innovative and young uh, distillery team. Our uh, distillery team and distillers are really, are really young, all in their 20s and 30s for the most part. And they're really encouraged to get creative and be innovative, innovative, no, innovative. Uh, and that's one of the things that really speaks to uh, or that are in our single barrel, she said. Uh, really speaks to as well as our limited releases that shows the innovation that they got going. So uh, I, I noticed uh, one of the things you can see on the neck tag of one of these says uh, most awarded distillery of the year from the San Francisco World Spirits Competition in 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a big deal, even if it's the San Francisco World Spirits Competition uh, where everyone basically gets a medal. Yeah. Uh, not everyone. I'm not going to be rude. But a lot of people get a medal at that one. <laughs> uh, but it's a big deal for Star Wars to get so many awards uh, and, and to beat out companies like uh, Buffalo Trace, which is usually highly awarded every year. Uh, and I said, what was that like for the people that make the whiskey uh, this year to win such a big award? She says, that was a huge deal. It was extremely humbling for the brand from the Australian team as well as the US team. It really sent a message that what we're doing as a brand and as whiskey distilling team is resonating. You know, we borrow from tradition and we are, but we are a modern whiskey making team and it is working. People are interested in what we're making and we are just so excited that we have a growing audience here in the U.S. Uh, who's wanting to try our delicious Australian whiskeys. And the last question I asked is, what's on the horizon for Star Wars Distillery? Uh, she said, that is the perfect question because we have a lot coming up on the horizon in 2024. 
Uh, we are always looking to push the boundaries of what whiskey can be and can constantly reimagine what the process can look like, whether it's using barrels that used to have stout beer or here's what gets me barrels that once ate or once held ginger beer. I, just I love saw that beer. on their webpage. I just, Oh, cool. Wait, is it already out? Starward ginger beer cask number seven. I might need to get that. I love ginger beer. Like I, if I could drink one soda for the rest of my life, it'd be ginger beer. Oh, sold out. Sorry. Dang. I'll get, I'll get on it. Yeah. You have to catch, catch number eight whenever that comes. Exactly. Out. Exactly. And she said, and really leaning into the potential of the spirit that we make. Um, Maya was so nice to offer a coupon code for those who go to their website, starward.com. Uh, and the coupon is very easy to remember, or the code is very easy to remember. It's chill, all caps, C-H-I-L-L. Uh, and you can get free shipping on all orders. I think at this very moment, oh no, it's it's cheap shipping, but if you go put in our code, you'll get free shipping right now. Uh, and then she also, check this out, check this freaking out. This is a first for Chill Filtered. They're sending us all these codes and stuff. We're not making money for the record off of these codes, um, but we're glad glad to send them out You know, for our, for our listeners. Uh, we'll see how the tasting goes, but... Um, but she sent out, there's a, a stout cask finished um, uh, single malt that they do that she wanted to uh, give our listeners early access to. And that is by going to starward.com slash products slash stout dash cask. And you can put in the password chill, similar to the coupon code, C-H-I-L-L. And you can get access to that before anyone else does. So... I'm Love on the that. I'm on the page right now. I pulled up the, the it listed the stout cask. I clicked on it and, and it says, it "Oh, you've got to you got to put in the five digit code." Hey, you so yeah, you can find it on their website, <laughs> I guess. So yeah. what we're drinking today? Um, two bottles. We're drinking their their Nova release, which is kind of what 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 uh, Maya was telling me. This is kind of their standard single malt release from Australia. I believe it's a two year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, aged two years. Um, and like we said, 100% um, red wine casks, and you know, no, no, um, yeah, elementally matured. And they mentioned that a few times on their website, like elementally matured. Basically, it's a it's it's a interesting range of temperatures down in Melbourne uh, because it is so far south that uh, you can get a you can get a hot range and you can get a cold range um like i forget what like tasmania can get pretty cold and i'm sure melbourne's not too far from that plus they like right on the ocean and uh, so they say elementally matured which means the elements got involved and made a whiskey in the in the aging process so yeah. where um, they said they uh get where they said they source their wine casks from uh the region mm-hmm. um I, that's right i googled it and just googled well, what's the weather there just out of curiosity uh-huh. and uh, one data point but we're talking like mid 50s this time of year which actually oh, that's, that's what we're dealing with in virginia yeah but they're in the southern hemisphere so maybe it's an abnormally cold day that's true. They are pretty Maybe far it's, south, yeah. though. We need to get a geolo- geographist, geologist. Yeah. <laughs> we need both to get of a, them. a geo dude in here. One who does both. <laughs> um, and uh, one of the things on their website, uh, they mentioned their award-winning uh, stuff, but it also says, real quick, Nova borrows from tradition but breaks away from it, too. A deliciously balanced and bold whiskey for sharing and mixing, Nova is matured exclusively in red wine barrels sourced from wineries, uh, making Shiraz, Cabernets, and Pinot Noirs. Uh, this whiskey reflects Melbourne's unique nature in every step, from the vibrant culinary scene to the wild weather. 
Nova celebrates all that is unique and wonderful about making whiskey in Melbourne. On the, not the contrary, but additionally, we're drinking that captain's uh, pick number three. Uh, it says here on their website, a unique expression of Star Wars. Star Wars single barrels are a special one-off display of the characteristics that make Star Wars the world's most awarded distillery. From Australian wine barrel maturation, oak selection, and Melbourne's wild weather, the single barrel is one of Star Wars founders David Vitale's uh, standout favorites, available for limited time only. And I think this one sold out. No, you can get barrel three, even though there's only 240 bottles of it. Buy it. I don't know. We'll see how it tastes. Um, what do you say we drink too, one man. at a time? And yeah, we drink the Nova first, all all the pours of the Nova, and then we'll drink the the single barrel. Sounds good. Cool. So bad. This is gonna be a double cork crack today. Double cork pop crack. Oh man, I ruined the foil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am destroying my foil currently. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, we're not gonna we're not gonna drop any points for the foil. Yeah, no one judges. But this a is not easy. Foil. Dang, this keeps ripping. Yeah, if it were a foil competition, they would get a two. <laughs> but that's what not what we're judging for. Wow, you already got the cork pop? Yeah. Man, I'm trying. Good tone to the cork pop. Almost, almost. All right, I'm just going to rip it off. All right, here okay, goes. Okay, so code for free uh -huh. shipping. I mean, we're shipping all the way from Australia? Or do they, I, I wonder if they, they, have they do have some here. distribution already. Yeah. I don't know about like aging warehouses, but they distribute from Miami or something that like that. does make sense. I'm crazy. Um, I'm no oh, businessman. Cork. <laughs> hey, it sounded a lot like mine. Oh. All right. Glug, 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 glug. All right. Let's let it, uh, I have high hopes for this one. Yeah. I like single malts. Ooh. So right. also this wouldn't, I don't think this would, no, this probably, wow. You can smell it from here. Twizzlers. Um, for me. Twizzlers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, like the strawberry ones. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have thought of that. I'm getting a lot of honey, honey sweetness. Yeah. I'm, I'm just a mellow honey. Yeah. I think this would pass for scotch if it were in Scotland. Highland I don't think sure, it breaks yeah. any of the rules. Yeah. Because it's probably 100% malted whiskey. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, uh, I thought you meant like on the nose. I'm with you. You mean how no, it's no, made. No, no, it's definitely single malty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the, the barrel doesn't disqualify it in the rules of Scotland. Yeah. I don't think so. I think um, if I were guessing, if, mm -hmm. if I was guessing whether this was Scotch or Irish on the nose, I would mm -hmm. definitely say Irish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. Uh, but it's definitely the the red wine has a big impact on it. Like like yeah. I said, the Twizzler, like the strawberry Twizzlers notes. Um, That's such a good note. Yeah, I like that. Thanks. No, it was like you know sometimes they just come to you. <laughs> right. You're just like it's not even that they come to you. It's like no, I don't smell whiskey. I smell strawberry Twizzlers, right. which is a blessing when you're reviewing whiskey. You're like, oh, <laughs> nailed it. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Great nose. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty. Plenty of berry sweetness. Yeah absolutely like a like a sugar candy sweet yeah mm -hmm. yeah, yeah and white sugar too is what i have to say and white sugar honey uh not like so much brown sugar yet at least on the nose so you got your wee glass 
Yeah, I do. I'm uh, I'm beginning to question the my ability to nose things with the wee glass. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I I had grabbed two full size Glen Cairns today, and uh -oh. then and then I was like, oh no, I need four, and then I was like, I only have three uh -huh. that are clean. <laughs> so anyway, I'm still so I'm still weeing over here. How many? How, here's a good getting to know you question. How many Glen Cairns do you have at home? <laughs> Uh, I bought a pack of 12 wees. Uh, so, so uh, I mean, they come in a pack wee of wee. 12. So I have uh -huh. wee wee. Oh, I have 12 <laughs> wee wees. Uh, let's not. Uh, and then I, I have about six or seven uh, full size. And That's it's, cool. um, it's you know, my, so Trevor's store I go to all the time. Yeah, Glenn yeah. Karen, um, grab one of those. Yeah. Uh, I'm somewhere at some distillery. Grab one of those. I desperately totally. need a Del Bach one. I don't know how yeah. I don't have a Del Bach one yet, but. Uh, well, actually, so I don't know how I haven't gone to Delbach yet. You haven't been there yet. Well, nope. now you're our um, correspondent. Our, uh, yeah, right correspondent. Well, you're co-host. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Well, I'm the boots on the ground uh, mm -hmm. co-host. Um, anyway, uh, one of these days when I go down to visit in-laws in, in Tucson, I'll, we'll have to go over there. But they're open weird times a day. It's only like 11 to 2 on weekdays or something like that. So oh, I got to hit it just right, I guess. But Yeah, um, when I went, it was... Um, covid time still we were in 2020 i think oh yeah yeah, yeah that was that was 2020 when we visited so mm -hmm. they had to like like open the door and we had to sit across the whole table to even do that interview episode oh oh yeah that's right mm -hmm. oh and mark was there on that one right yep he's right mm -hmm. nice yeah have you sipped this yet no i haven't i was waiting for you to start talking <laughs> oh man um not yo okay so let's talk about it it's two-year-old two-year-old single mom I was expecting a little youth, but this ain't bad. Like for a single malt, like Highland style, non-peated at least. Um, I'm impressed. Yeah. This doesn't, year. doesn't, yeah. uh, doesn't sting. It's not youthy to me. Um, it's has uh, got that weird soapy barrel taste. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do they use small barrels? Do, did we know that? Uh, they actually mention on the, uh, at least, uh, I read it somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. They use a 225 liter barrique barrels. Barrique. Uh, or no, no. That's the uh, that's the um, the what do you call it? No, it doesn't have it on this. The other one uses 225 liter, which I don't imagine is a lot. Let's let's convert real quick. <laughs> yeah. The um, uh, again, no, no, no youthiness. Um, uh, it the wine finish really the the fruit sweetness from that really helps. Um, keep it even, keep it mellow. Um, definitely getting that honey on the palate also a same kind of honey sweetness to me. Yeah. Um, okay. So real quick, this is uh, 59 gallons. So it's similar to your American barrel. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, decent. Uh, you know, I won't even just say decent. This reminds me of a close to a 10 year scotch. And I'm not just saying that, you know, because we got free bottles. Mm -hmm. this doesn't seem a young scotch plus scotch needs to be at least three years old i believe um and i'm impressed yeah the uh the finish is is a, is a little light um there's not a lot of um the fruit um not a lot of of weight of that palate carries through to the finish i think it kind of drops mm -hmm. off but it's uh it's in a like a refreshing way like um you're ready for the next sip almost kind of right away that that uh -huh. it's a it's a summertime sipper <laughs> yeah i i kind of agree with the fall off but it, it is there is kind of a like it, it comes down and it's like okay good 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 
then it drops a little bit into the finish. It goes back up and then it kind of tanks. But I don't think the finish is like a complete drop off. But at first it's like, oh, wow, that's kind of it. And then it's just like, oh, I'm done. But it's not a bad thing, like you said. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to add, I'm going to pour a little more first. I was going to say. Uh, and then I'm going to add some water. I liked it enough to crush that glass before yeah. uh, adding some water to it. So I need to pour a little more too. I'm impressed, Australia. Have you ever had an Australian besides the, the New Zealand one you have? Have you ever had anything else down under? What's New Zealand? And um, uh, and I, I've had a couple New Zealands too. I've got this uh, Dunedin and um, and then I've got uh, Waitui, I think. W-A-I-T-U-I. Um, okay. Um, I've tried the Y2E stuff. That was pretty good. And uh, one more that I just got um, some samples of. I think I got like an 18-year and a 25-year little, um, about a three and a half ounce uh, samples. You said from New Zealand? From New Zealand, yeah, yeah. Those um, are big ages for yeah. uh, whiskeys that I've never heard of. I know, right? Yeah. Um, they were uh, they were, they were were pretty good, though. Pretty good. That's sweet. I've had Sullivan's Cove before. Um, which is a Tasmanian. Shout out to Joel Bradbury. You know who you are. Um, yeah, still waiting for that wallaby in the mail. What's going on? I know. Maybe right? Christmas. Or, or the quaka from the southwest portion of um, of Australia. Do you know, have you ever seen a quaka? <laughs> no. <laughs> you got to look it up. They're always smiling. It's like oh, yeah. legit. And apparently they live like on an island where there is very few predators to their, to their you know, species. Um. And they are basically just will walk right up to humans and be like, what up? Uh, because yeah, well, they're just not afraid of much. Yeah, well, do you know how to spell Kowaka? <laughs> uh, it's Q-U-O-K-K-A. K-K-A. Oh, oh. it looks That's like sweet. Yeah, it's like an adorable. Um... Yeah, it's like a bear. Yeah, it's like the world's smallest bear. Yeah, exactly. It's a little teddy bear. <laughs> uh, decent nose with water. Uh, I think it, I, I get a little bit, tiny bit of um, raisins, but more like uh, white raisins. Yeah, I'm on the kind of dry wine, a little drier mm. wine nose. Still a good single malt nose. Um, I, you know, okay, I'm going to say something real quick. And I, and our listeners know that I like to be pretty honest, but I'm going to say how about a what? For a two-year single malt from Australia... Mm. this is pretty good yeah i'm not sure i've had many other things out of two years at all i think i'd yeah. have been too scared to try it yeah i mean like i said in scotland you got to be at least three years to be a scott or scotch yeah uh, so i always forget really is bourbon three or four i can't remember uh straight needs to be two and then bourbon doesn't need to be aged beyond being aged like you hmm. could like the the one that like they were like pouring through a, a cask was technically aged in new chard oak um for bourbon but there's no there you just have to age it in new chart oak um mm -hmm. but then to be a straight bourbon two years to be a bottle and bond four years but otherwise nothing else gotcha know. yeah the um i think the water took away the strawberryness of the twizzlers i'm not getting so much fruit anymore mm -hmm. i think um and i like i would have to mention the proof real quick sorry oh yeah, yeah what are 41 82 proof cool yeah i um if it was it's tricking me a little bit because if it was aged longer, what I would want to say is that I'm getting like a dry wood flavor. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I still am. I, I just, I have a uh, low familiarity with two year aged things, but, um, but mm -hmm. it's um, not 
quite to a tannic sort of drying of the mouth. Um, mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'm with uh, you. I think I like the neat a little better though, because I like 100%. the berry sweetness. Yeah, yeah, it is a little drier uh, with the water. It's weird. Um, you add water, it gets drier. Interesting. Yeah, not so, hydrating at all. Yeah, it's definitely not better than the neat pour, but it doesn't taste super underproof. Um, that would be actually a not a not a um. That would be a request that I would want from Star Wars. It's like, hey, what does this taste like at, at 90 to 100 proof? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this would kill it at like, you know, 100 plus. Uh, but I would be intrigued. Actually, what's our single barrel? Our yeah, single I was barrel just looking. So, so it's yeah, 112. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, which is super intriguing. Um, I mean, it's three years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's not, you know, it's not like it's going to, it's not like it's 130 proof. Uh, yeah, I, exactly. That's, 112 is a sweet spot. I mean, right, right there, one, 110 to 115 is mm -hmm. usually has the potential to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and that's usually a high point for uh, what do you call it? Um, cast strength scotches is like you don't really often break 120 in cast strength scotches. Yeah, so it might be a similar latitude to to like Scotland. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I want to say it's pretty pretty low there to like get the range because they say that uh, Kentucky whiskey with the heat and humidity will often lose more water than alcohol. But sometimes in places like Scotland, sometimes you'll lose more alcohol in the aging process than you do water. Not all the time. Interesting. Yeah, but I've heard there's huge differences in what leaves the barrel compared to, compared Scot Scotland to Kentucky, for example. Yeah. Well, uh, cast strength scotches. Speaking of, uh, I managed to catch a good sale on a Highland Park cast strength today. Those you bought it? Are, That's so cool. Yeah, they're usually uh, I don't know one oh five or something. At least here in Phoenix, it was like seventy something, right? Seventy three. Yeah. Wow. And um, um, what was the uh, proof? Do you remember? Uh, I want to say one twelve. I can look here in a minute, Still. but um. Yeah, I'm trying to find yeah. pieces of ice that fit in a wee Glen Cairn currently. Oh, but, that's funny. But um, <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, um, buddy of mine, Curtis has uh, has gotten all the Highland Park castings so far. So nice. yes, we've been able to sip one, two, and three back to back. And three was. was go ahead. Was he the guy I helped out with the um, with the light and dark? Yeah. Which, nice, uh, nice. I mean, he loves Highland Park. So that was just that so was awesome. Half off. Incredible. I know, right? Um, and that was something that he'd even had his eye on previously. Nice. too. So, That's yeah, so cool. Perfect. Perfect. Find. I'm glad we can help him out. Yeah, yeah for sure. And um, anyway, three was a clear winner for me. Uh, cast drink number three, Highland Park, because nice. um, it, it just has way more of a of a bourbon finish that you'd mm. typically find. I, I don't, I don't know that it was finished any differently. I, 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 mm. I don't, I don't know, but all I can speak to is the taste and it hits like a bourbon finish, nice. a, a, a heavy bourbon finish scotch, mm. uh, nice. more, way less sherry, way more bourbon. That's what three That's tastes cool. like to me. That's cool. So on the nose with the eyes, it's a little muted, but also bringing out notes that I don't love uh, a little too floral. That's what I was going to say. Uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. And, um, a little too weirdly oaky, uh, but we'll see how it tastes. But uh, not loving the ice with this one, but we'll see. We'll see. So far, I mean, heck, if it all comes down to the neat pour, it's a good whiskey to me. So weirdly oaky was probably what I should have said previously when I was like, mm -hmm. if it was age, huh? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I uh, the the weirdly oaky comes through on the palate with no, ice. No. Uh, it gives it a bitterness that's not. It um, does not fantastic. <laughs> not not my jam. The funny thing is, the neat and water I could very much enjoy, but I do not like this with ice. Like Correct. it is a no 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 from me. Yeah. That's a no from me, dog. You know, I will say though, I'm getting I'm still getting some berryness. I'm getting more berryness with ice than I was with with mm. water. There's there's a little more berry back oh, in there now. Oh, me. Just weirdly bitter all around for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't even pull out notes. It's like not my jam. <laughs> so buy yourself a bottle of Nova, but don't pour in ice if you if you want to go with my recommendation. And I say we crack this other bottle. Let me see if I can do the foil better this time. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. Wait a sec. Did the oh, topper... Oh, take it slow. Did the topper on the other one have this Have this in W? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But it wasn't as clear to mine. Like, this one's a lot, like, fresher and not, not crimped. Okay, am I crazy? Why is it in W? Uh, New South Wales, but without the S. Oh, what? Are you making no, that I'm up? Joking. Okay. No, I'm um, joking. No, but it's, like, part of that region, I think um oh new... dude i'm nailing this i'm nailing this oh, oh me yeah too. yeah maybe it's just the oh and a better cor- or no they have the same cork oh, clean yeah same z's yeah okay good 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 so buy um, the cast strength everyone <laughs> better cork pop too Ooh, interesting nose i'm getting twizzlers still more twizzlers than before I'm excited for this one. Yeah, 112 proof. This one's and, getting the this yeah. one's getting the full size Glen Cairn. Nice. Earned it. Yeah, I'm stoked to have these bottles. Um uh, and it's a sure. cool story too. You'd be like, hey, do you know Scotch? Well, this one's not Scotch, and it's from the other side of the world. And they're super pretty. Oh, they'll Australia. they'll grab your attention on the counter. Yeah. Okay. Twizzlers distilled, <laughs> like, uh, like, like sharper notes of Twizzlers from me, but not as full body Twizzlers. If that makes any sense, it's a sharper. Well, so far I'm not getting, um, I'm not getting that fruitness. I'm not getting the uh-huh. strawberry or anything, but, um, it's different. It is. Yeah. It's definitely not as fruity. Yeah. It uh, definitely smells hotter. Proofs mm-hmm. way more. Yeah, yeah. you're getting more vapors there. I, every time these days I, I, I put my nose in a glass, I think of like Richard Patterson being like, yep. I will kill you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, tend to, I tend to hold my Glencairns with like fingertips on uh-huh. the bulge. So yeah. it's like, he might kill me. I'm not yeah, hugging exactly. it. There's a chance. But, yeah. Well, he wasn't like super clear, but I guess he said hold from the stem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I guess yes. Yeah, so what I, this one, sometimes I sometimes I do this when I'm really trying. When I'm really mm. trying. This is the yeah. When you watch Matt Porter, he's a freaking pro. Yeah. He's a pro. Swirling like this, dude. I love Matt Porter. Okay. On the nose, did, I wasn't watching if you sit, but uh, I'm still on nose. Mm-hmm. I'm, getting, I'm getting hay. I'm getting barn. I'm getting a barn. I could hay. see that actually. But it's kind of like in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, background. Oh, Twizzlers, right? Distilled Twizzlers. Yeah. Okay, I'm going for a sip. Yep. 
I'm fighting through the burn Ooh. on the nose. Not that it's bad or anything, but um, hay and maybe like a maybe like an apricot if there was any fruit. This ain't My- bad. <laughs> Cole just had a mind blown moment. Eyes as big as dinner plates. Yeah, this is not bad. Um, some notes. This just reminds me of like a cast strength Highland Scotch, like something like not like. Okay, so it doesn't remind me of like uh, like something you get from Balvenie or Glendronic. More so like Macallan, which I think is high praise. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if you were like not agreeing with me. No, uh, but it um, is. It is a little bit to take down because it, it's it's a high proof, but you don't want to like take it too slow, but not too fast either. Um, this makes up all really the good. finish on this crushes the Nova. The uh, I uh, had just a roller coaster of emotions, um, and it it's um, the spice level was just perfect the whole way. Mm-hmm. It never got too hot. It never got too um, hard, uh, hard to. It never got abrasive. It was yeah. not young. It just had a great spice that is frankly still going. I think it's this has the longest finish of anything i could imagine having for for a three-year whiskey this is fantastic yeah i have no notes yet (laughs) please hold um it is non-chill filtered hey that's not the name of the podcast (laughs) um three years matured like we said 112 proof there is a okay so i hate to say it but it is on the bottle, and I try not to read these notes. I try not to read tasting notes on the bottle, but there is one note that I kind of very much agree with, and I probably would not have thought of this on my own. Rhubarb. Okay, I, saw, I think I saw that on the Nova. Is that on the... It might be on, on the, the Nova. Distiller? Uh, but it's definitely on the uh, the one we're drinking now. Uh, I don't see it on the Nova. Oh, maybe uh, I'm crazy. But definitely getting like... I love strawberry rhubarb pie. I love the the mixture of yeah, you getting it? Yeah. No, I, I just really I, love strawberry rhubarb pie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the perfect mixture of sweet and tart. Yep. Um yeah. My my favorite pie is strawberry rhubarb. Really? Yeah, good call. I love pie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I know there's pie and cake people. Some people love pie more than cake. Are you a pie? Oh, pie cake? every day. Like oh, see, 100% I'm, pie. Then. Yeah. I love a good pie, but I'm still cake. I'm still Really? Cake. Okay. Well, we'll put that on Instagram this week and say, are you a cake person? Pie, pie versus person? cake. Yeah, yeah. Because it, I make a darn good pie. And oh, I love great. a darn good pie. And I, I, cake is, it only gets so far for me. Yeah. Um, well, when we expand yeah. Chill Filtered to be in the in the mm-hmm. bakery realm, I'll review yeah. the cakes. And there we go. Review the pies. Yeah. You ever, okay, do you watch baseball at all? Are you interested in baseball at all? Uh, I don't follow. I don't have a team I care about. Uh, yeah. Sad to see the Diamondbacks lose last totally. night because I yeah. live in Arizona. But mm. uh, but yeah, I mean, I uh, I grew up watching my brother play baseball, so I, okay, I cool. know how baseball works and everything. I know all the rules yeah. and everything. But uh, I just have, don't like care. Yeah, I'm the same way. Have you ever heard of John Boy? No. So it's a it's a YouTube channel where they, basically he started off. Um, doing like what he called breakdowns of uh what he called baseball like scenes basically where he'll like read lips and talk like the the manager is up near the ump and yelling at the ump and he'll like read their lips and stuff okay yeah and then he like expanded it into this like empire and now it's huge they they're millionaires easily 
um, because they've turned it into a John Boy like enterprise. And um, is it all just a joke? That's what we should do. Like, is he is he making up what they're saying? Like, hey man, I love you. It seems pretty literal. Like, it seems pretty legit that what he said. Like, it's like I could totally see him saying that based on where his lips are saying, as well as the situation. Uh, and he'll do his best he'll be like i think he's saying this right now he won't like say oh he's obviously saying you're a dumb dub tootie butt uh with a baseball in your butt and it's not um, satire yeah yeah exactly and (laughs) so he does a great job uh, but it started very small and now it's huge like like he's got podcasts on every team of the mlb and stuff like that like it's like a huge empire now uh, but I'm like, we should do that. We should start with whiskey and then move on to cakes and pies. <laughs> okay, good. I thought you were going to say move on to baseball there for a second. I was going to no, no, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not looking for that. Yeah. Oh, I, um, still a little bit of strawberry, but but rhubarb. Yeah. So it's. I mean, this is this is even better than the Nova. Yeah. Oh, this is and the yeah. heat is perfect. Yeah. To me, this is miles better than the Nova. Um, mm-hmm. This is, I, I get the tartness. I'm, I'm struggling to, well, okay, hold on. Maybe in my brain, I have strawberry and rhubarb so closely associated that like I, I do get tartness of rhubarb. And if you don't flavor it with like strawberry, all you get is tart. And so I, I do totally see that, yeah. that tartness. There, there is some kind of fruit there, but it's like a mellow stone fruit to me. I'm sticking with my. I can get behind stone fruit for sure. Sticking with my apricot note. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, because apricot, like peach, has like a rich sweetness, and this doesn't have that rich sweetness. Mm -hmm. It just has kind of like a like a dull fruit note that I associate with apricots, and uh, and I'm sticking with my kind of hay note, um, Uh like a like a neutral grassiness, not like fresh cut grass. Don't get the wrong impression, but it's Mm -hmm. um. Yeah, I uh, I and again the spice finish for days. Really, yeah. this is easily hubba to what for me. Totally, no, I'm with you. Um, you know, whenever we like bring on a new distillery, I worry because I'm like, all right, we got to be nice, but we also got to be honest. Yep, and it just is encouraging here once again. This is similar to like the American Woman uh, whiskey uh, company. Where it's like, oh, thank God this is good. <laughs> <laughs> so this is great. Yeah. And not only, yeah, it's not just good. Like, like, uh, but so I, I dropped a few drops. It's not improved the nose. It's got a little bit of floral on it, uh, which I don't love floral notes so much on a single malt type scot or t- single malt type whiskey. Um, so Can I don't get improved the nose. Wondering if I dropped enough water. I, uh, I, it didn't change the nose at all for me. So I dropped a little mm. more water. Mm-hmm. And um, my ooh, great palate, nice. Maybe even better palate. Did you think the nose didn't change at all? No, the nose changed a little bit. It became yeah, like a little more floral. Um, but great palate. I don't know if it's a better palate, but great palate. Actually, yeah, yeah. I get it's a more lot honey. Yep, yeah, a lot more honey sweetness. Uh-huh. The when I was talking about spice for days, the spice is mellowed with a with sweetness now, and the, okay. and the sweetness carries through the finish with the spice. It is a equally spicy and sweet finish yeah. now, and I mm-hmm. really really like it. No, this is great. I'm not getting uh not getting any fruit though. Mm-hmm. Maybe my apricot note's gone, and the the I'm getting note. still a little apricot personally. Okay. Yeah, this is super good surprisingly good 
good for you guys at Starward Distillery. Uh, okay. Yeah. This reminds me of like a McAllen. Yeah, for sure. Cask strength, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever had a McAllen cask strength? Uh, no, I haven't. I know they exist, but... Uh, I've had the 25-year cast strength. It was crazy. How does that exist? That sounds insane. Yeah. That sounds uh, like a $8,000 mm. bottle. What is that? We had it at the bar I used to work at, and I wow. might have sneaked a, a, a taste. How do you? How could you? You know? gotta! You gotta! You gotta know if it's good, right? Yeah. And in Virginia, it's very illegal for bartenders to sip the stock while they're maybe working. Maybe I was off my. Maybe I was Lurking. off hours. Or exactly. Like yeah. Yeah. You, know. you were. You don't know ABC Virginia. You can't arrest me. <laughs> Representatives of an ABC store <laughs> come and arrest show up you. to my door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we got you. You, you was, admitted um, it. Yeah. peeking around on the star Wars website and uh they um i think i assume this is like their premium offering they're uh mm. they've got this one called vitalis vitalis oh cool um yeah the label is cool the label is like um like a like a starburst in the middle but a minimalist starburst uh-huh. so it's only got like four lines that intersect in the middle and with Uh one really long line like a starburst but all around it are these kind of splotchy watercolors that are like a muted rainbow splotchy watercolors oh cool uh, yeah it is is gorgeous 150 dollar bottle too i haven't gone through and read what is intrigued but yeah i mean mega intrigued for one double gold at the uh, san francisco i believe yeah so like this is the Ooh, one it's got a cool box too yeah this is the one that like made them i i assume oh, uh made cool. them win the when the if this Most one awarded. double gold yeah yeah so 2007 to 2022 math 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 15 math, math, math. years yeah so is this a 15 year single mall it does yeah. say celebrate 15 years of whiskey yeah with it does Vitalis. So ten dollars a year, hundred and fifty for a fifteen year. That's right on par. We'll have to double check that. Free but it doesn't say it's a fifteen year. <laughs> Wait, so where is it? Okay, so on the box. year anniversary. Oh, look at that! It says I want to say it's just a, it's like it's like um, supernova. Was it really aged in space? No. Okay, now hold on. Yeah, I'm reeling it back. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Uh, it says celebrate Star Wars 15th anniversary. Celebrate Ardbeg going to space. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. That I didn't yet? put space in his mouth. <laughs> has uh, has that happened yet? Did that go to space? Did uh, Ardbeg go to space? Yeah. Yes, but it was like a vial. Oh. That was the thing. It was like the smallest amount ever went to space. So, so not it happened the and itself. came back and it's done. Yeah, and they were oh, celebrating okay. the the science of it. And got, it and got it, got it, got it, got um, it. Our spirit matured in these barrels from a range of four to ten years before being uh, assembled. Four to so ten. it's okay, blended cool. and it's four to ten years. That's um, cool. Though. So that is the dealio. But the bottle is friggin gorgeous oh look at that yep Mm -hmm. and actually if you scroll down most of the way on the page the there's Uh a photo of it with a black background and it is even more gorgeous so maya if you're listening maybe we can get a bottle of this we'll do a whole nother episode on the the vitalis oh my gosh that's cool but yeah i guess that's a, a paying homage 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 
to Ho- homage Vitali. Sure. Homage. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Um so with ice. Um oh. great nose. A bright, bright nose. So what you would expect from certain wine cast finish or wine casts aging is like a darker like like plums and raisins note. I'm getting a very bright note on the ice pour for the um, captain's pick number three. And I'm getting there. <laughs> I have a larger Glen Cairn now, and I can actually put real ice cubes in it now. Okay. Palette, similar to the Nova. It's better. It's not better. It's better than Nova's ice pour, uh, but it's not better than the uh, neat or or water pour. It's a little too floral. Weird oakiness on the ice pour. I don't love it. On the ice nose, pour. So I think avoid ice with Starward. <laughs> <laughs> nose on the idea. ice. Nose on the ice. I'm getting sweetness. All I oh, get yeah, is yeah. all I get is sweet. Um, but it's like a sugary sweetness. Um, yeah, that's it. No. Um, mm-hmm. No, 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 no. None of that ABV comes through on the nose. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I can finish this. I do not like this whiskey with ice. Surprisingly. Yeah. I Same bitterness. Same bitterness, <laughs> but I do like the ice way more than the Nova with ice. Yes, I agree with that. Still get um, getting honey sweetness with the ice along with that exact same bitterness that I got mm. on the Nova. I love the idea yeah. that the, that, that they'll be listening to this and they'll be like, why are you putting ice in it? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah. they, they say it's good for cocktails and stuff like that. So normally yeah. cocktails have ice involved. <laughs> At least are cold from ice. Yeah. I had to, honestly, I had to sip some of the, the Buffalo choice kosher to, to settle that in my mouth feeling of the ice. That being said, uh, the neat pour on each reigned champion. I am formulating my rating here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with. Um, okay, so Nova, let's talk Nova. Nova's definitely in the eight range for me. Um, I'm going to go 8.8. Great pour. Tastes like a 10 year plus scotch, Highland scotch. No, you know, there's no peatiness or anything. Really impressive. I'm going to say hub to what minus a little bit just because uh, the uh, barrel pick blew it out of the water. But it was, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to change my rating. Change my rating. 8.9. Not nine yet, but I, I actually am really impressed with the Nova. I think it is truly hubba to what, uh, but then the real hubba to what came with the um, captain's pick number three, especially on the neat pour. It was, I got the hiccups now. It was complex. It was nice and fruity. Rhubarb brought brought out. Uh, wow, I got the hiccup. I don't think I've ever <laughs> had the hiccups on this podcast. Um, really good. I'm gonna get. I'm going to give the Star Wars captain's pick number three a 
I think yeah. it's fantastic. It's so good. I gave you that. I'm so grateful that it's good because I hate giving bad scores to when people send us whiskey. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I, uh, on the Nova, um, I'll mm-hmm. go lower than you on the Nova. Um, yeah. I just, I poured a smidge more just to give it a, give it one more quick sip. And, um, I'm low eights on the Nova. I think it's, um, eight, two to me. Um, okay. I think, uh, and that is including the factor of how young it is aged and it's totally. still, and it still tastes this good, but yeah. still, if I'm going to line it up against other things on my shelf, um, it's going to mm-hmm. sit, um, at, at the low eights and, gotcha. um, the single barrel though really got me. Yeah. Um, single barrel neat had me at Hubba what, which is nine. Hubba what? Nice. And then the the water pour, the water mm. pour pushed it up to nine. You did that, yeah. Yep. I nine like the water. one. Yep. I like the water pour the most. Uh, pushed it up to nine one for me because that sweetness with the spice with an extremely long finish. Just, I thought it was fantastic. And we get to keep this on our shelves and show it off. Hey, and you ever share had it. Australian whiskey, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. This could end up in the Secret Santa samples. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be the uh, the different uh, or potually, uh, I would see this even going like a, a trusty pour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, I'd absolutely this put the single yeah. barrel in the trusty pour. Mm-hmm. And who knows? I might, I might buy the Vitalis, and I might put that in the show yeah. off pour. Who knows? Or Maya could be like, "Hey, you know, like, I love you guys. <laughs> you know, we'll send you at least one bottle, or even a sample." Maya, <laughs> Ooh, we'll take a sample. Of Vitalis, interesting, interesting. Um, really impressive. Uh, and like I said really good to know that it's actually good because <laughs> i wouldn't fake <laughs> really a nine plus um i certainly would not fake a nine plus not that i ever faked anything you know robbie and i we've been um i've been proud of every uh rating i've given but i'm grateful that i didn't have to give this a bad rating mm-hmm. so um yeah check it out chill coupon code on uh the website but we better speed up the rest because my wife's probably gonna be mad we're going a little extra long today, but it was a two bottle pour day. So, um, but I think it's time for our next segment of the show that we like to call Whiskey World News. All right. Welcome back, everybody. This is Whiskey World News, and we're going to read an article today from Del Bach, Whiskey Del Bach, our favorite Arizona distillery. Del Bach literally just earlier today sent out an email called Ode to Isla drops this week and you have first access and you is you who's subscribed to their newsletter you. So Whiskey Del Bach says for years we've released a bold heavily smoked American single malt inspired by the super smoky single malts of Isla formerly known as winter release. We've renamed this classic expression Ode to Isla. This expression is our way to raise a glass to tradition and pave our way with southwestern ingredients. Ode to Isla is heavily mesquited, not peated. It also joins the Global Cast Collection as a limited annual release like Frontera and Normandy. This year's Ode to Isla is our mesquited, not peated American single malt. Finished in a mix of ex-rye bourbon and second-use Whiskey Del Bach Dorado casks. The final result is a beautiful love letter to both inspirations. The last Ode to Isla expression earned a 9 out of 10 from Malt Review Magazine and secured 91 points from Whiskey Advocate. This year, there are 1,400 total bottles, and on Saturday, November 4th at 9 a.m., Mountain Standard Time, 
an email will be sent to you, you email subscriber from Whiskey Delbach, with Ayo. a direct link to purchase your own bottle of Ode to Isla. So you can purchase yours at, or you can purchase yours at the distillery starting at 11 a.m. Last year's Ode to Isla sold out from the distillery within nine days of launch. If you, want an auto, if you want a bottle, act, please act quickly upon receiving your email. With our new partnership with Big Thirst, mm. <laughs> we can ship to almost every state with the exception of... Oh, let's see if I remember my state abbreviations. Okay, so if you live in the states of Alaska, Alabama, Hawaii... Idaho, <laughs> Massachusetts, Michigan, Missouri. No, that's Mississippi. Missouri's MO. So this is MS, yep. mm-hmm. Oklahoma, South Carolina, and Utah. So if you live yeah, there. Virginia. Yeah. So if you any one of the states I just mentioned, you can't get it shipped to you. Okay. And Wait. if you do live in Arizona, New York, Texas, Utah, Colorado, Illinois, and California, Mm-hmm. You can find it in stores beginning next week. Nice. Spread yeah. their uh, spread their footprint. Mm-hmm. Big dis- big distribution and partnership with this big thirst company. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost most states, we'll say most states can can get it shipped to them. Now, this question for, question for you: Do you remember? Uh-huh. I could have researched this, but I didn't. This mm-hmm. year's Ode to Isla is finished in a mix of ex rye bourbon and second use uh, whiskey Del Bac Dorado Cas. I was only under the impression that last year they only used bourbon. Cas. No. I okay. remember there was at least a little tequila in there. Tiny really? Bit, he said. Yeah. And uh, so, so okay, I'll, I'll mention this. Um, uh, while we were recording, Mark Viertaler reached out and he said, this is great. I love Mark. Um, he said, super stoked for you to try it. It's strikingly different from last year's, which will be our goal moving forward as well. Frontera and Normandy were aiming for consistency. Ode to Isla we're playing, or we're looking at playing. Uh, he said, it is not as smoky as last year's, but I'm incredibly happy with how it plays as a entire smoked whiskey. Not to flavor your opinion, uh, but, but the recurring word used has been beautiful. So not as smoky, laying down some heavy smoke bombs on oak for next year's to boost that but still an amazing whiskey overall. Fantastic. I'm stoked about this. Yep. And um, like, there is no doubt in my mind that we'll be reviewing this in the next few weeks. Um, yeah. So mix. Yeah. Okay. Look, last year mm-hmm. they came yeah. out with Sentinel. Yeah. Which is MGP Rye finished in Mesquite. Yep. yep. So this year it appears that mm-hmm. for the last year of the aging, well, for some, I'm, they it sounds like they blended it. Mm-hmm. Some is X rye, some is bourbon. So I'm guessing that they finished some of this and their Sentinel casks from batch well one last year. Sentinel batch wait, one last wait, year. Wait. So it said, wait, wait. So it said aged in smoked rye. <laughs> so it said uh, it is uh, finished in a mix of X rye bourbon and second use dorado so that brings me to think that okay so um kent cheeseman the ceo of uh, hamilton distillers used to work at uh what is it um why am i blanking on the name can't help you uh what's that no it's the utah distillery the park city oh uh high west 
High West. So he used to work there. So I have a feeling it might be Rendezvous Rye Casks. Interesting. Well, and which they, they have done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Distiller's yeah. Cut. Uh, fall exactly. 2021, I think, yep. uh, was mm -hmm. finished yep. in Rendezvous Rye. Yeah. Yep. So I could see it being that as well. <laughs> true, true. But he said less smoke. Less yeah. smoke. Less smoke. And if this year has X-Rye, last year didn't have X-Rye, I think. I don't think so. But also so. he said next year, like 2024, would be higher smoke. Ooh. But he Ooh. also said last year on our episode with Odo Isla, he said, we're hoping to do more smoke in the future. Yes. So mm, I love how we're doing detective mm, work here. <laughs> breaking it down. So yeah. um, that, uh, the idea that it's even yeah. going to be different is, isn't, yeah. I, I will hundred percent buy this. I, uh, I'm, I'm, and now I'm like a little scared. I know I saw Odo Isla in total wines for, okay. for a while. So I'm yeah. pretty sure I can catch it at total wine. Uh, rather than having to like buy it online and everything mm -hmm. though if you buy it online your money goes straight to the distillery but if they're probably with, uh, yeah. more more detective yeah. work is needed on this yeah. i don't know but without a doubt i will be buying this somewhere if it is 100 just the fact that it's less smoky has me intrigued i really like the heavy smoke though i don't know about i you. do yeah and and that's the funny thing is like, like mark was saying next year or in the future i want to get more smoke on this so Ooh. i still think it'll be fantastic knowing yeah. mark and knowing our conversation like if you haven't listened to that episode on it was this year it was 2023 where we recorded it uh where we drank ode to isla it was mind-boggling how good this was and like perfectly balanced this was with the smoke with the sweetness, with the raisins, with the honey, it was amazing. And even with ice, it was fantastic. Um, I think knowing Mark, knowing our conversations with him in the past, I think this will be fantastic. But if Mark, you're listening, I might be sensing that this might not be as good as batch one, but I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to review it. Interesting. Uh, I'm still going to drink it, but I'm getting this vibe that he's not as proud as this release as he was of last year. So, and it's, this is just a theory, but what mm -hmm. made you think that was there a specific um, wording? Because he said last year that I want to get more uh, smoke on it next year. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I mean, heck dude, I think I'm going to love it because it's got a little smoke. I mean, that's the Ode to Isla releases has to have smoke, but he said it was a little less smoky. It's going to be amazing. I think this might even be a contender for uh whiskey of the year. If we're able to drink it by the end of this year of 2023, it'll be a nice battle. And, and heck, if we drink it this year, we're going to be, I'm going to be sipping the Ode to Isla batch one as my entry buzz. So Absolutely. we'll figure it out. It'll be great. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know any any other thoughts before we move to next week. No, I uh, I'm really looking forward to this. This is a buy uh, with no question for me because it's oh, a single totally. malt that's finished in bourbon casks. Uh, and I don't know. Again, I don't know if last year was also with a little rye in it, but I'm typically mm -hmm. a rye guy. I love rye. So if the love rye that. is new this year, like even that alone is what's going to get me to buy this this year. Totally. So yeah, I love what they're putting out. I love that barbecue smoky. And I will absolutely buy this. <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Next segment of the show. We like to call, what we screwed to choose? 
All right. So um, last week we said uh, basically what is a uh, for a nice dinner, what was good to choose to pair with a really nice dinner? Uh, ben said uh, Old Ezra Seven Year Rye, and I said Buffalo Trace. And I so at the beginning, Ben was winning, uh, but I snuck out for the for the real win uh, at uh, Buffalo Trace one sixty two percent to uh, Ezra Rye Old Ezra Rye. Uh, seven year ride, uh, it got 38%. So suck it, Ben. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we love you, Ben. So, um, man, I drank it, drank it a lot, but drank now. it. In. I'll admit, I yeah. haven't had the old Ezra seven year ride, but I've heard never really had good things. I've heard yeah. good things. Mm-hmm. But, but what I was going go for, what I was going for with what do I want with food? I want something more mellow with food, and I was afraid. Mm-hmm to put a rye with food i was afraid mm-hmm. that spiciness would be too much to pair with food Dude, so i think rye is a buffalo trace yeah i think of so when i do we ever do a, maybe you would know this but do we ever do a what whiskey would you choose for cigars oh like no but, cigars. but when <laughs> yeah right, right. yeah yeah, mm-hmm. when you do uh, our, uh, uh, an episode with our, our special contender guest who loves mm-hmm. cigars, you yep. will do that. You'll, you'll do that. What whiskey would you choose? That'd, for be, sure? that'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, this week, or I'm sorry, we asked the, the audience and only, uh, so um, we only got so many answers because it was a little late in the day, but I didn't tell the person doing it that it was this late in the day, but uh, uh answered eagle rare for a nice dinner wiser's 35 for the nicest dinners christmas etc uh we got a, a guy named uh br bry bry sounds like a jerk already raps raps um he I wouldn't got, trust this he guy said, yeah i wouldn't trust it at all um he said knob 12 which i can get behind uh we got kilted 508 miles ferguson he said an isla uh, ardbeg or lafroig uh, since my steak is wood grilled i want smoke on smoke i like that answer uh, we got joel and mo9 uh joel bradbury from friggin tasmania australia he said eagle rare uh what a boring answer for a whiskey podcast but it looks cool and tastes great. Not oh, a thought, boring answer. I thought you no. were saying that. I was like, no, don't say that. No, 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 no. No, that's what he said. No, I wouldn't say that. I love Eagle Rare. That's like <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Actually, that's true. Yeah, right. Um, and then we got a R Deadlow. R R uh, who's this guy? Deadlow. Uh, he said four rows of small batch. I wish Perfect. I could get behind as well. So that's Perfect. all we got so far. There's more to be said. And I'm sorry if we missed you this week because it's still going. This week, though, uh, Brian has a good a choice in terms of um, in terms of what whiskey we choose this week. Go ahead, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So today's this week's what whiskey would you choose is what whiskey makes the best old fashions and I got an answer and price is not a price is not a uh, quantifier what am i trying to mm-hmm. say uh, price is of no concern here okay because okay. my choice is kind of expensive not crazy expensive but mm-hmm. woodford reserve batch proof 
Ooh. I had picked up a Woodford Reserve batch proof, and frankly, I wasn't too happy with it. <laughs> I, yeah, as, I, as it goes with Woodford batch proofs. <laughs> I, I had the first one, and I was like, no. Nah, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I handed it off to a uh, shout out to Scott from My Bourbon Journey. I oh, gave it to him. Cool. So anyway, I, I just I felt like um, I'm not sure if there's I don't think there's an age statement on Woodford Reserve batch proofs, um, but it tasted yeah. I had higher expectations for age mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. less um, youthy heat. Yeah. So anyway, I took my Woodford Reserve and I turned it into the go to primo old fashions Ooh. and a chocolate note came out really, really well. So I think Woodford Reserve Batch Proof makes a fantastic old-fashioned because with a whole bunch of sugar added and with a little bit of bitters added, it comes out a really sweet chocolate whiskey flavor that I really, really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I love that. I um, thought you, you, you you said, like, I took that whiskey... And I was like, and I took that whiskey and shoved it up their butt or something like that. Um, but mine's simple. I this is the this is as simple as it gets. It's what Eagle I rare. put in every old fashioned. No, actually, Buffalo Trace. I oh, I was gonna say Buffalo. Love Trace. a Buffalo Trace old fashioned. Wait, you like, picked Buffalo Trace last week? Doesn't even matter because <laughs> it's fantastic. Some days I'm like, is Buffalo Trace even better better than Eagle Rare? Sometimes it is. I don't know. <laughs> I love Buffalo Trace. And I think it is the perfect price. Even though price is not an option, I think it's the per- perfect price sweetness ratio to put in it old fashioned. So Buffalo Very Trace good. every day. Um, so next week, I would love to put it up to a two pick Tuesday. Um, but we are going to be actually reviewing uh, Sentinel uh, Batch 2 from Delbach. Uh, sorry to decide for you, but the decision's been made for you. So that's what we got this next week. Keep an eye out. Brian will be back. And unless he quits after this episode. Ah, right. And um, I'll have to find someone else. But uh, yeah, I got it right here. We're going to be drinking batch two. Um, Brian, is it still at Total Wine? It is still at, it's at Total Wine. It's at Trevor's. It's at everywhere. I'm going to buy go you a one. bottle. It's only 40 the... bucks. It's a mistake. Do you have batch one? Uh, no, actually, I finished my batch one. Oh, so I still got some batch one. So I'll entry buzz on batch one next week so I can see if Man. there's any differences. I might. Well, I'm at entry on Ode to Isla, but it's so smoky. It, it might kill my palate. I'll probably just do an MGP ride. Oh, that's a good idea. And uh, before I finish this out, I do want to say that my wife is going to be super upset uh, because this episode went really long and she has, so I'm going to say this, my wife has an opinion of you, Brian, (laughs) already. He gets him to talk. Is that that guy that goes really long on those episodes? (laughs) Yes. Boom. (laughs) All y'all on your commutes to work right now, I know you love me. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. But my wife uh, will have opinions tonight, but I hope she doesn't. I hope she's able to realize that length can sometimes mean jiviness. Yeah, well, I hope I have the ability to rein it in next week and maybe not (laughs) not talk so much because I need a more neutral opinion here. If we're going to do a chill filtered trip to Disney Mm -hmm. World here where we have a big Disney World meetup. 
Yeah. <laughs> Get on your wife's happen, good side so. here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> if you guys pay, we'll be there. So, oh, yeah, easy. <laughs> but I problem. hope my wife can understand. <laughs> and, uh, but most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted your whiskey. No, let's start over. Our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. You're both yeah. idiots. Sweet. Dang, I'll remember the episode when I. <laughs> yeah, right. Do I have to do that too? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't making any promises. All right. <laughs> I'm going to add that to the end of the episode. <laughs> 32. 32.